What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Billy Wayne, back again with Legacy United, a Righteous Project, Inc. podcast, here with our new guest, somebody very special to the organization, but I'm going to let her introduce herself, so go right on ahead. Uh, my name is Candace, and I am the VP of Righteous Project. Uh, nobody calls me Candace. Everybody calls me Bird by Bird. my last name. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yep. yep Excited right. to be here. Yep. Glad to have you on. I've been waiting quite some time now but it's only right only right to have you on the podcast as well uh but you guys heard it right she is the vice president of the righteous project inc and she's been here since the very beginning as well um and of course as you guys already know legacy united what we do here we invite people that are in uh they man if they operate nonprofit organizations entrepreneurs people that move up in the corporate world earn their degrees um, all that stuff to come on the show and share their story about things they've gone through, um, experiences and stuff they they overcame to become the person they are today. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pass it back to Bird and let her uh, start from the beginning. So go ahead. What do you got? Well, I am from Denver, Colorado, born and raised. Um, I was actually born um, to, you know, mom, dad. However, uh, it was my dad that actually did the raising okay. of me. Uh, we were all over the place. You know, I, I didn't get really, we didn't get grounded. I should say I didn't get grounded until we about, I was about seven. Oh, okay. Um, so that was tough. That was a, a tough time. Although, thinking back on it, it probably was tough, but... During the time, my dad never made it seem never made it seem tough. He, mm -hmm. you know, he worked really hard uh, to make sure he gave me everything that I needed—a roof over my head, clothes okay. on my back. Uh, but he did it for a long time by himself, uh, which I am most grateful for. Um, you know, we were blessed to have somebody that was brought into his life, uh, who now I I call her mom. Okay, and uh, you know, she took over that role and. She has just been amazing. Nice. <laughs> uh, we, I grew up, uh, or actually I should say, my dad raised me in the north side. Okay, <laughs> and the north side, all right. once we moved, uh, we moved to the west side. Uh, and you talked about, I heard it on your on your podcast, uh, across the street from Martinez Park. Yeah. I yeah, was exactly. literally, <laughs> yeah. I was like five blocks down off of, uh, down on 8th and Xavier. Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep, that's wild. Which Crazy. is, uh. Which was pretty wild finding out that uh, we went to the same elementary yep, school. We yep. probably crossed paths at right, some, exactly, point some point in elementary. In exactly, which is wild. Um, which is definitely wild, but <laughs> which is it was a cool, it was a good fun fact when yep. we actually did a uh, a. Uh, it was a. Uh, um, was it? So we we gave gifts and, and uh, yeah. um, um, turkey dinners. There you go. Yep. To, uh, to the elementary school. Right. And it was me, Billy, and Tristina, who's my sister. She's also uh, the treasurer of Righteous Project. Yep. And we all went there. So it was really, it was a really cool story. Just kind of the, the closing end of yeah, the elementary yeah, school, was, I guess, right. you yep. know. Um, <clears throat> but I grew up there. Uh, finally, we got the stability uh, that I had never had. So that was our, that was my stable place. Uh, I was about 10. So, oh, okay. Uh, from kindergarten to fifth grade, I was in a different school, so I didn't get to make those type of relationships with people. Oh, gotcha. Um, but once we, once I got into middle school and went to Lake Middle School. Oh, okay. And, um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I met my best friend there. 
she is still my best friend till this day and uh she she grew up in uh in the south side she was uh raised in the projects so mm. we were, i was there all the time oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> um and i would never say that i had a uh bad upbringing yeah. I, I definitely didn't i was raised with both parents mm-hmm. um they gave me everything that they could you know the finances that they had but uh i started working when i was 13 13 years old i started working oh, wow. okay. at a um at lake middle school and they had an after school program oh, that nice. they offered jobs to some of the middle school students um and yeah so after that i went to west went to west for all four years graduated from west high denver west high nice uh what's up west <laughs> shout, uh, out. shout out west high uh now it, i think it's some kind of charter school now probably they've yeah. all turned into charter schools or or some type of alternative science something yeah Yeah. like a stem yeah exactly yeah i don't know if that's what's there but i do know it's like smaller oh okay something like one wing is something and one wing is something something like that they've they've started to integrate elementary no not elementary but middle middle school school and high schools into these these places yep yeah and but uh, and i think and a lot of it does have to do with like the gentrification right uh around the area because they're pushing those type of family you know their low-income families out of that area right um and they're starting to build it up um have my issues with gentrification especially being you know born and raised in denver and not being able to live in denver because of yeah you know the the cost of living out exactly right crazy so but yeah and then uh during high school i got major into boxing and that was like a big piece of being able to stay in shape and showing your dedication and showing really how strong you are to move forward just in life and and it, it became a very big part of our life um in our household okay um not with just me but with my little brother my dad he became our coach nice uh it's actually pretty cool my dad is actually now training my son oh okay (laughs) so yeah so it's really cool uh to see that happening right now um he started about two weeks ago and he's loving it so oh good that's pretty cool that's what's up yeah um i went to college i went for the first two semesters and oh found myself <laughs> partying yeah, and yeah right doing everything that i shouldn't have been doing um i was accepted into a lot of schools uh i got accepted into four. Oh, nice um i got accepted into du uh unc wow uh and i just and a couple others but i just Wanted to go with my friends, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which because all a lot of my friends got accepted into UNC. Oh, as well, I see. Okay, out okay. in Greeley, yeah. and that just became like probably not the best idea <laughs> for me. I was away from home. Yeah. I was living it up, and wow. yeah. Uh, so I ended up dropping out. Came back home. Uh, moved in with my uh, boyfriend at the time. Okay, and. Yeah, and then I after after we broke up, mm-hmm. you know, I had my son, and we broke up and called it quits. And then I realized, like, what am I doing yeah. with my life? Yeah. Like, I have a kid. Right. Like, what have I really accomplished? And 
is there something he can be proud of me for? Mm-hmm. You know, kids are going to love you no matter what. Right. You right. know, it's yeah. just a matter of how do you want your kid to yeah. see you? How and that's you? And that's what I did. You know, mm-hmm. I got back into school. Right. I graduated. That's what's up. Uh, and this, this last December, I graduated. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Bachelor's in criminal justice. Nice. So it's, it's been it's been it's been a good run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, started the Righteous Project in 2020. Yep, sure did. Um, and what really caught my attention was, you know, this was all when that George when the George Floyd um, situation happened. Yep, sure was. And it was just we watched it. Yep. Live. Right. And it was just mind blowing, and. One thing we talked about when we started when we started this organization, or when you when you brought it up, and mm-hmm. we all kind of got together, yeah, um, was would we be in these situations if we had that generation wealth? Right. Like, would right. we be in these situations? Would people like George Floyd be in that situation? And when I say like George Floyd, I'm exactly I'm saying exactly what I mean is yes, mm-hmm. a black man in right. America right. would he be in that situation if he had that generation wealth? He's he got pulled out for a, a possible twenty fake twenty dollar bill. Right, right. But if he pulled out a lot of money, would that have been questioned? Right. Yep. You know, or if he gave yep. him a credit card, would he ever right. have been uh, questioned? Probably right. not. Right. So, yep, yep. So being part of this uh, organization has been amazing. Just to think of where we we are going mm-hmm. um, with it. Uh, is it a slow start? Absolutely. Right. But oh, yeah. I mean, we're we're going we're moving forward. We're not moving back mm-hmm. and yep. we're making adjustments where we need to. So, yeah, it may be slow, but Rome wasn't been built overnight. Yeah, that's right. You know what I that's mean? right. It's a grind. <laughs> it is a grind. And I think, well, you know, a lot of the, the touch points that, that you're talking about, you know, when we first started was was pretty big because it's, it's, a, it's a thought process about if we are able to get you know, the next generation into these different roles, different positions, different, you know, classes and statuses, then we can start looking into more of the change. Just like you, you, you graduated and you, uh, for criminal justice, mm-hmm. which is what's up, but how many people out there really push their kids to, to earn a degree in criminal justice, Right. you know? Um, and, and, you know, I, I love sports as well. Um, and I know that a lot of parents push their, their children into sports too. Mm. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, you know, but we also need to see some of those, those influences into those, um, positions of power, honestly, yeah. you know, at the end of the day. Yes. Uh, but you're right though. And, Go back a little bit further. Um, I remember the time that you made the decision to leave DirecTV because we worked there together. <laughs> and you made that decision, right? And that decision mm-hmm. is not easy because mm-hmm. I'm still there, you know. And I'm still, you know, I'm like, man, should I, should I not? That's what I, I struggle with. But at the, at that time when you made that decision, what was your thought process? And, and, and how did you make sure that? you were going to uh, accomplish what you needed to when you made that decision? You know, that was a, I mean, I was at DirecTV for 13 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave them 13 years of my life. Yeah. And I made amazing friendships there. Right. Um, but I got comfortable. Yep. You know what I mean? And even when I did decide to leave, it was a, like, a sit down and talk with my parents. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think? What do you think I should do? And 
this is uh one thing my dad you know my dad and mom are always like you got to worry about insurance <laughs> yeah right. have insurance yep. because if something were to happen god forbid anything happens but if something were to happen like you know you'll be able you'll be covered a little bit right you know right um so that was a big thing uh luckily his uh my son's dad was mm-hmm. you know working he was able to get insurance um i was in school so i had insurance through my school oh, okay so those were kind of factors into actually making the move nice. um i had my 401k that i was able to pull from yep. uh okay. just to get me through the few months that i needed um but really and i know i don't know how to say it without sounding mm, like it wasn't a big deal mm-hmm. like the shutdown uh it took a lot of lives uh during covid yeah right um but that was the saying. that was the best thing that can happen for me yeah um because i was able to take the time and i was able to do my son's school with him and actually i ended up with um two of my uh cousins too because they are all in the around the same grade oh, okay and my aunt he was working yep. and she still had to go in and so i was able to take their schooling on so it was the best thing that happened to for me gotcha i was able to put in that time and then uh during that time i was like okay well and the whole reason the whole reason i made that leap was to finish uh, and get my paralegal cert- yeah. uh, certification, right, right. Uh, which is what I do now yep. for my for my day job. Yeah, is I go ahead and I I'm a paralegal at a um, pretty well known law firm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was hard because I'm not you know in my twenties <laughs> anymore. Yeah, right, right. I'm making a huge um, career change right. that was going to now put me in line with what I really want to do, which, um, you know, I finished getting my bachelor's. Now I'm ready to start applying for law school. Nice. And, you know, my LSAT is coming up. So hey, these are big changes that are that are happening. And yep. Yep. like I said, I mean, the I mean, COVID took family members of mine, you know, and yeah, that's tough. It was a tough time. But right. Um, when it came to my education and my career jump, it was probably the best thing that could happen for me. I got you. Yeah. yeah. And I hear what you're saying as well, because there's really no easy way of of saying that, you know, especially yeah. when everybody was locked down and so many lives lost. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just it was a tough time. I remember going to the stores and the, you know, the shelves were completely empty, you know, yeah. just fearing for what are we going to have to do to make sure that our kids keep getting fed but what i get out of it from what you're saying is that you were able to find something within that 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 struggle that everybody was going through and use it as a motivator to keep Mm -hmm. pushing towards your goals yes and that's that's you know fantastic to hear because Mm -hmm. you know not just covid but there's a lot of situations that people go through that they're not able to find that type of motivation, you know, because they don't think it's there. But if they know that there are people out there that are going through the same thing or people out there that are willing to help them, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a matter of reaching out, you know, um, as well. So, uh, but overall, you know, coming from what you're you're saying is just really finding what you need to at that and, you know, in the darkest times, just, just, you know, keep moving forward. Yeah, exactly. And having the support, man, like, 
not even just my parents like you you sabrina yeah like i had talked to you all before Mm -hmm. you know i made that move right um one person that i spoke to uh she told me uh the scariest move will be your most successful move and that stuck with me nice and because it was a scary move to make i Mm. was afraid like what if i fail what if this happens what if that happens like i said i've worked since i was 13 so not working man yeah i bet (laughs) after i had my son yeah um you know i had my maternity leave i was going nuts like i worked up until the day i went into labor Mm mm-hmm um, and then I had, you know, the six week, well, 12 weeks I had six paid and then how to use the other six. Yeah. PTO. yeah right. <laughs> but you know, I, that, that w- I was going crazy with just that. That was just six weeks. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was talking about doing months like to take off of work and yeah. really study and really get, get this paralegal certification going. Right. And then the scariest part was having to interview again and having to find a job. I haven't had to do that for 13 years. Mm -hmm. So those were definitely just having the support and the, Hey, you got this, you know, that really puts good confidence in yourself Mm -hmm. and gives you a good confidence boost. Like, okay, I'm doing the right thing kind of thing. Right. Like this is going to all work out in the end. And it has played out very well. Um, I love the company that I work for. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I can only be grateful for them reaching out to me and asking yeah, me to come right. work for their yep. for that uh, law firm. Yep. And you would never have known or even got that opportunity unless you took that leap. You exactly. know? And that's that's the biggest thing is, is yes. making that leap for sure. And I even tell like I'm like, I don't know how I did my other job for 13 years. Man, I really man, don't. Right? I don't. I'm no. like, I would never go back like ever. <laughs> Um, because I love what I do. Yeah. I don't make excuses not to go to work. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, I love getting up. I love going in. Uh, so it's been really good. Nice. I, I love it. Yeah. Nice. And that, that's really good to hear because it's, it's all about the grass greener theory, right? Yeah. Is the grass green on the other side? You never know unless you go over there, right? So That's um, true. However, <laughs> I did come across the video and he said, the grass is greener where you water it. Oh, nice. So you can go over to the other side and it could be dirt. But you can also plant your your seeds there to make it green. Wow. So you can go into a a bad situation. It's what you make of that situation. Um, So I just, yeah, that's basically what what I, what I get from that is just like, doesn't matter where, what your situation is. Are you willing to make? The changes that you need to make to make yourself successful. Facts. So, Facts. Okay. That's a bar. That's what's so it is a bar, right? <laughs> a couple of clips there for me to, to put on TikTok. <laughs> um so a quick uh, another question for you. So with with your accomplishments that mm-hmm. you've gone through, congratulations on everything you've done. Oh, thank you. Um with without any barriers, let's just say the barriers are removed, the financial barriers, everything's removed, right? Mm-hmm. What is your ultimate vision um or goal for your path that you're on right now Mm. um so yeah man i i do want to become a lawyer uh but i am a and i told you before we even started the ladies are not gonna like what i have to say about this (laughs) but i am an advocate for dads um i was raised by a single dad uh who like i said he did everything to make sure that 
I didn't feel that burden. Yeah. You know, it was him that had to do the extra shifts or him to find me a babysitter. Okay. Um, there were some times I remember uh, going to work with him and hanging out in a storage yeah, closet because yeah. it was oh, under construction. Yeah, he right. did telecom. Gotcha. And so these places that he would work weren't even prepared for people to be in there. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I, I was able to uh, see see that mm-hmm. and uh like my sisters and some of my sisters and brothers didn't have to worry about that yeah um you know i have they they were they seen dad they he was you know there sometimes my dad would have to leave you know weeks at a time and come home on the weekend yeah to see me right. <laughs> so okay. um but now it's like i want to be an advocate for them okay um, because I don't think that it's fair as a parent, as a parent myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, that men pay this, uh, sometimes astronomical amount of money that they can't even live to their own means. Right. You right, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't, I just don't think it's fair. Um, so putting some of those laws into place are providing that service to dads who can afford it. Yeah. You know, how do you afford an attorney when you can barely afford your child support? You know what I mean? So being able to be that advocate for them um, is something that I want to do. Nice. Um, I just, like I said, I just feel like as a parent myself, are you really doing your best as a mom Mm -hmm. when you're not really doing your best? Right. Yep. (laughs) You know, you're living off of somebody else's Mm -hmm. money. Uh, when you can, your hands work, your legs work, right. your brain right. works, like, yeah. come on, like, get out there, yep. put in the work, and don't get me wrong, there are people, there are females out there that really do need the help, you know what I mean, they don't have a support system like I have, Yeah. Um. but there are some out there that just take advantage of the system, right. and that's just not something that i'm okay with yep just putting it you on, on I mean? a level more of a level play play field you know? exactly so, I, I, exactly he didn't just make the baby you didn't just make the baby like right. come on yep. exactly. <laughs> let's figure this out and i think and again and i and i take my situation um you know me and my son's dad are not together however I, we have a great co-parenting situation yeah. um is it one that some people like no, it's not. But it's one that works for us. Yeah. And that's what you need to find is something that works for the both. Right. And if they're not willing to talk, if they're not willing to sit down, like that usually can't happen. But if you have a somebody in your corner or somebody who's willing to advocate for you, yep. then it just yeah, a better situation. Makes a lot better. Yep. Yeah. I hear you. And <laughs> there has been I've gone back and forth like I want to provide my services at no cost, mm-hmm. but then how will I make money? You right. know? Yeah, true. Very true. But, um, you know, and I see uh, the Innocence Project. I've come across that. I've looked into oh, okay. that. That That is something that I also would like to get into yeah. because okay. there are just so many inmates that are really innocent. Yeah, right. And it just blows my mind how they... They have spent so much time and they come out to nothing. Yep. It's just crazy right. to me. Yeah. Just, I guess, the whole, when you talk about criminal justice reform, mm-hmm. you know, that's something I'm 
big advocate for. Okay. Because I, you know, I've I've witnessed it. I've seen it. I have friends and I have relatives actually that have come out into a system that is just really wanting to put you back mm-hmm. in. And it's hard. Yep. If you don't have a good support system, right. if you don't have money, it's hard to yep. come back out. Right. Um, and I'm not talking about the inmate themselves. Obviously, they're not going to come out with thousands of dollars you know mm-hmm. what i mean exactly um but if their family don't have the means to help you right get back on your feet yep. then it's just a cycle you're just stuck in this endless cycle of going back yeah, yeah exactly and so. yeah like you said you know when they get down it's hard to find a job hard mm-hmm. to find that support and quick just real quick we accept volunteers you no, know yeah. ex-cons as well just reach out to us and we're always happy to help uh, you know, kind of build that that resume when you guys get out too. Yeah. So, um, Community service yep, hours. Exactly. Offer. Right. Yep. Sure and do. trust me, we will put you to work. <laughs> there's <laughs> right, exactly. so much to do, and there's yeah. not very many of yep, us. So. Yep. Yep. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that's what's up, and and you know, I, I usually ask that question to everybody because usually the mo- even if the motivation is there, and and mm-hmm. I forgot where I heard this quote at is you can be you you can be productive and still not get things done. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can work every day. You can work mm-hmm. hard. You can, you know, kill it at work or in anything that you do every day. But you, if you don't have a bigger agenda of what you want to accomplish, then you're not really getting anything done. Right. And, and you said it, you know, you were working for 13 years and then you, you felt eventually you had to make that change. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so I think that's important, you know, and you just pointed that out. And, you know, you have a lot of aspirations of mm-hmm. what you still want to do, which what you've already accomplished is huge. Right. Yeah. And that's just from the the, the steps that you're taking towards where you're trying to trying to um, establish yourself. Right. And one thing that I have recently learned, you know, last few years is. Uh, not competing with anybody but me. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, if I'm competing with somebody that's here, mm-hmm. and then I put myself here, and then I'm like, okay, well, then I'm beating you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. However, if I'm here by myself, yes. like, I could be here, that's and right. I could be here, and I could that's be here. Right. I just want to keep growing on myself. So just being able to put yourself in that mindset and don't get me wrong our world is a competitive world Mm -hmm. but compete with yourself make sure you're doing the best that you can do exactly and make sure you know and that's how i am is it's like am i doing the absolute best and i ask myself that all the time am i doing the best right am i doing the best i could and sometimes the answer is no Mm -hmm. sometimes i have to look myself in the mirror and say no you're not doing your best what are you doing you know and and it takes a lot of it takes a lot of courage to actually tell yourself no. Yeah. Because you could be your biggest hype man and be like, yeah, yeah. He- heck yeah, you're right. killing it. Right. Like, you got this, you know. Yep. But it takes a lot to be like, no, you're not doing your best. Mm-hmm. You know what you could be doing better yeah, is right. this. Self-evaluation. Yep. Yeah, exactly. and taking that in. Um, I do have an amazing boyfriend and he always keeps me. Yeah. He keeps me honest. He up. really does. That's good. Um, you know, he's always like on me. Are you studying? Are you doing this? You know, you have your stuff coming up and I appreciate him a hundred percent because he does keep me on my toes. I'm like, yes, I'm studying. (laughs) Or he'll, you know, he'll be like, oh, well we got this, this and this, but you got an hour of study to do. Uh, And I'm like, yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. I'm going to get it in. Nice. 
you know, or if I miss a day, he's like, oh, I guess you got to just study two hours today because you missed yesterday. Ooh, you know you what go. I mean? He yep. keeps me honest. He keeps me on okay. my toes. So I appreciate him. Good. Good. That's yeah. what's up. Um, one thing you, 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 you said that I wanted to highlight real quick is, you know, competing with somebody else, you yeah. know, um, when you, when you compete with another person, you're limiting your abilities to that person's um, um, max, exactly. right? And then you stop there. You know, yes. you don't break through and, and you know, go a lot further. Yeah. So it is. It is a per- It is important to self-reflect. Get rid of your ego about yourself because, <laughs> yes, you can still say, um, I'm the ish every day in yeah. the mirror, you know, self-motivation. Mm-hmm. But you got to get rid and you got to have that reality that, you know, um, I'm, I'm still, you know, I can still go further. I can still go yeah. a lot further than I am. So, and yep. it's good to have that support system too behind you. Yeah, heck yeah. And then that's something like with my, that's one thing with my son is just I, I want him to see, you know, he, I want him to see what I'm doing. I want him to see how hard it is for me right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be so that when he does get that age and he's like, man, I don't want to work as hard as my mom did. Like, mm-hmm. I can get this done now yep, <laughs> kind of exactly. thing. Yeah. And I just don't want him to, you know, think that this was easy because it definitely wasn't. Right. Um, You know, having late nights of studying right. and I had, oh, you know, yep. <laughs> I have pictures of me, you know, and videos yeah, of me yep. of like, you know, rocking him to mm-hmm. sleep and, you know, because he, he hasn't seen me or, right, you yeah. know, he doesn't want to go to sleep without me. Right. So I have to, you know, I have to hold him and rock him to yep. sleep while I'm studying oh, or yeah. while I'm finishing up an essay or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Um, but I did what, I, you know, I did what I had to do yep. for my for my son. And, um, you know, now it's like, like you said, you were talking about like the sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I was pushing my son to, you know, do football and yeah. When he was, when he was born, yeah, I was yeah. like, I can't wait. As soon as I found out he was a boy, <laughs> I was like, I can't wait till football. I can't yeah. wait till this. I can't wait till that. Yep. Um, but quickly, um, after the Demar Hamlin oh, situation yeah, yeah. happened, right? Uh, my son said he didn't want to play football. Wow. Uh, not that he's seen that happen, mm-hmm. but he said he didn't want to play. So you know, I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You don't have to because yeah, that right. was. Although a freak accident, right. it was still something that could happen. Right. So if he's not going to want to play it, if he, if I put him in this situation where he doesn't want to play, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm only putting him in a situation to get hurt. Yeah. I you know you. what I okay. mean? So not pushing you, him. Man. Uh, but I I got me a you know I got me a future NASA worker. There you go. Right. <laughs> or That's whatever you call them yeah. <laughs> over at NASA, because <laughs> um you know he came to me and he was yeah. like, Mom, I want to. He goes, I want to work at NASA. Wow. Obviously, first thing I'm thinking, like, oh, you want to be an astronaut. You know, he's he's eight. (laughs) So I'm thinking, that's what I'm thinking. And I'm like, so you want to be an astronaut? And he's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. Threw me off. Yeah. I was like, well, what do you want to do at NASA? And he was like, oh, I want to build things to go in the sky. Blew my mind. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, that's amazing. I was like, wow, you got to get good grades. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, just start building it in there. And, um, and he's he's been he's been doing good. Nice. So nice. He up. loves it. No, he loves the science stuff. He loves building things. Um, he's doing like eighteen years plus Lego sets. Wow. Really? You know, that's, that's dope. It's pretty that amazing. He good. can read those directions. And nice. uh, I mean, granted, there's some parts where he he needs my brother's help. Yeah, but, yeah. And that's that's him and my brother's thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't have the patience for yeah. this. <laughs> 
I'm like, I don't have the patience for this. And then yeah. he's like, Mom, you sit for hours doing puzzles. I'm like, yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah, yep. That's true. That's funny. Hey, like, so he he puts me, you know. Yeah. He's like, oh, you just, just don't no. want to do this. I'm like, oh, okay. That's, You're right. <laughs> that's cool. Um, and just being that role model still, yeah. you know, for him. Um, I feel you. The, the, the what what I remember after I graduated, same thing, you know. I mean, late nights, you got to figure out what the best time to study. Yeah. And get stuff done. Um, and really, what made it worth it for me when I get and this is when I got my associates at that time. Mm-hmm. Is you know my family came, my wife, my my two kids at the time uh, before Marcus was born, and they saw me walk, you know, and, oh, okay. and get my um you know degree and everything mm-hmm. but they also seen everybody else you know so i was getting my associates then you had your bachelor's and your master's um everybody receiving those mm-hmm. so after the fact i talked to my son and he was like he was like um and that's when i said i'm not getting my bachelor's i'm not going back to school but i did okay. but my son was like well you know dad i'm going to get that master's I'm oh, like, oh yeah okay, that's you what's go. up you know and, and that's like what it. really kind of put it into yeah to a nutshell for me you yeah. know that that's you know what what it's all worth and what it's all about you know for them to see you yeah you know, accomplishing those things so yep, i feel you and that's like like i said that's just something that he'll be able to remember like yeah. and my son will be able to remember this too i mean he's like I said, he's eight. Oh man, that kid remembers things forever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and when I say, you know, it was when I graduated that I graduated on the day he turned eight. Oh so wow! It was pretty, yeah, pretty okay. big, pretty yep. special uh, for him. And you know, I made I made sure, and even like my mom, she was like, "Don't you know, make sure you make this about you too. This is a big thing." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I know." I was like, "But he's, you know." She's like, he's going to have plenty of birthdays. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to have plenty of birthdays, but yeah. you grad, you get your bachelor's Yeah, once, yeah, you know? once. And on his birthday, though, yeah, too. That's so like, it's pretty know, cool, yeah. I mean, yeah. So I, I, I kept the attention on him for the longest time, yeah, for a long time. And course. then uh, about a week before I graduated, I started posting stuff or, yeah, you know, letting yeah, people know. Right. Yeah. Um, so it was a big deal. Like, my closest friends obviously knew mm-hmm. what was going on. Um, but, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. All right. Yeah, even you know, and then I have my nieces and nephews that really look up to what what we do and okay, good. what we're doing. And uh, my nephew, he made a comment, was like, "Oh, I want to do it." What nice. my auntie Candace nice. does, oh, yeah, you know, cool. and and yeah. it might be just the fun things, which is fine. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. But yep. you can't do those fun things if you don't have the money to do. Yeah, those fun exactly. Things, right. You know what yep. I mean. You gotta understand how to build yeah. those funds. And it was right. really one like it was really the uh, skydiving thing. He was yeah. like, oh, not, he oh, was like, well, you, can you take me sky? I was like, well, you have to be eighteen. <laughs> I can't yeah. just take you skydiving. Mm-hmm. You're ten. Right, man. I haven't built myself up to that yet. <laughs> oh, it's fun. You gotta do it. Yeah, it looks but like it. he um so you know i took him indoor skydiving nice. and you nice. know just being able to show him like you could do all these things yep. um but you have to be able to you have to have the job or the career or mm-hmm. you know build because and it's something that i told my niece actually i was like you know school's not for everybody right and it's not that's true Very um true. not yep. everybody has to go to school to exactly become an entrepreneur not yep. every you know you just got to know what you want to yep. do and to me, I feel like college just in general, like coming out of college, if you don't know what you want to do, don't go to school. Yes, right. <laughs> don't do I it. I agree. It sometimes is just a waste. Yep. You change your mind. You're young. Right. And you don't know. You really don't know what you want to do. I, 
when I went to school, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a lawyer. Oh, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do that. Like, I wanted to be everything. Right. right. <laughs> I was like, I want to be a mechanic because yep. nobody can fix my freaking car for a good price. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I wanted to be everything. Um, but, you know, now now that I'm older, I know exactly what I want to yep. do. I know exactly who I want to help. I know exactly who my audience is going to be. Right. You know, so those are the things that when you go into school, you really don't know. Yeah, yeah. Unless you do. I mean, there's some kids that go and they know exactly what they want to do. Yeah, that, <laughs> you yeah know? that's true. And But you, you made the point. School's not for everybody. I mean, you can use school as a springboard to get to where you want to go. Like, mm -hmm. get as one of those goals you want to accomplish. Right. Right? But after it, there's a lot more work, right? Because after, after you graduate, you know, just like when I graduate, oh, man, I'm going to have my bachelor's. I'm going to have all the, you know, accolades and everything <laughs> to get to where I, you know, I'm going to get to this mm -hmm. level. But you're putting yourself on a position to where you're competing with everybody else that also has those same accolades, you know. So exactly. you are definitely moving yourself to another level. Yeah. But there's also people that you compete with there as well. So you have to understand exactly what you want to accomplish mm -hmm. and keep working towards that after the fact. Um, that's that whole competing thing. Yeah. Like you can compete with all of those people, but what are you exactly. going to do to stand right. out? Yep. What right. are you going to do to make sure that they look at you and they're like, you know what? That's the guy I want. Mm -hmm. That's the girl I want. Yep. I yep. want her on my side because I already know, uh, exactly. she has done what she had to do to stand out or he has yep. done what, you know, he had to do to stand out yep. and has been the best out of all of them, even though they're competing for the same thing. Yeah. So that's no, a self-competing right. thing. That's it. You got mm -hmm. it. You got it. Um, so I have another question for you. Uh, one of the last questions here. So, okay. It, would there be anything that you would tell yourself, the younger self, um, that you, that you may feel can, would kind of spark, um, spark, a change in how you were when you were younger or, or your mindset when you were younger. Um, doesn't have to be, you know, um, life change or anything because when we were young, we were teenagers, kids at that time, there's really not much people can say to you, you know, mm -hmm. that can really make you, make you, uh, um, realize, you know, uh, what, what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. But is there anything that you think that you can tell your younger self at this time that would make that? Oh man. It's a tough question. It is a tough question. I think something that I would tell my younger self is the parties will always be there. True. The people that you hang out with will always be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Actually, if you do it the right way, the parties will be out of the country. Oh, you know I mean? right. You'll be able to see the world. That's right. Yep. Um. So I think that's something uh, that I would tell my younger self. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm older. And as far as the schooling goes, mm -hmm. and even even I was actually, uh, I found out that the school that I want to go to, they don't take in like uh, fall semester, summer semester. You have to start spring semester. Oh, really? And I missed okay. that time frame for the LSAT. Wow. So I have to wait gotcha. um, until next year, oh, okay. which puts me a year older. Yeah. And uh, well, actually, it puts me two years older mm -hmm. <laughs> from what, you know, from from what i am now Initial, right. gotcha. um so i was like you know i'm i'm about to be that you know i'll, I'll just say it i'm about to be 38 you know okay. and going yeah. into law school like how's that look whatever yeah uh so i actually started to um have some 
doubts and i was like nah you know okay i don't want to do this that just puts me at a different like, whole different age group like level and i just yeah. not and you know my mom she was like you know don't don't worry about that stuff mm-hmm. like keep doing what you're right, doing right, keep I with agree. your goals my yep. boyfriend the same yep. way he was yep. like oh okay so your age is slowing you down now and i was like well <laughs> no it's not like i feel that age mm-hmm. and he, i was like i just know when i'm done you know i'm about to be in my 40s yeah. like well you know i'm starting all over and he's like yeah but at least you're starting he's like you don't have to he's like you never have to stop that's it and i was like yeah i guess that's and he it. was like um you know and even now that we're older it's just like we're able to we have the means to do other stuff and go places and do things um but why not have that career behind you too yeah yeah that's right that's right and i think that's what uh you know you you always want to do things and there's a there's a saying like always want to and i i was like you probably don't want to say that anymore (laughs) like i want to give my kids everything that i didn't have yeah you know yep and i know if you've heard it i know a lot of people have heard it but actually my parents gave me what was within their means yep. um it may not have been extravagant it may not have but if i give my son everything that i didn't get then i'm just creating a spoiled brat yep, yep. <laughs> you know something that's given to him and he doesn't have to work for it yeah, yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so I will give him everything that's within my means. There you go. Um, right. As long as, you know, as long as he's getting the grades, as yep. long as he's doing the right thing. Right. Because um, once they start to slip and yep. once I see, you know, him start to mess up or if exactly. if he ever, obviously, yep. <laughs> um, you know, those are things that are you didn't earn those things. Yep. Um, to you didn't earn that. You know, you didn't earn that trip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you didn't earn that trip to Disney World mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. Wherever you want to go. Wherever well, we want to go. I might get this quote wrong, but I heard it, and I'm pretty sure people, other people heard it on social media too, but the quote was like, um, struggle creates strong people. Strong strong people create easy lives. Mm. Easy lives yes. create struggle. And then the pattern it continues. continues. It starts you over. Know? Yeah, exactly. But you're right, though, is that a lot it's of people true. want to live what they felt they sh- their uh, you know the abundance or the lack of when they were growing up mm-hmm. through their kids yeah when all you're doing is creating an a easy unappreciated mm-hmm. life you know and then that kind of you know triggers that 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 mindset like you were saying as well yeah trying to teach them along the way as well like mm. of course you know we're gonna go on trips and everything too but yeah you know i mean if you start slacking i'm gonna definitely let you know that right you know, there's, there's stuff comes behind that too so. exactly yeah. that's a good uh that's that definitely sounds right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it makes sense mm-hmm. it definitely makes sense yeah. and i obviously obviously i'm not trying to have my son struggle in yeah. life right. <laughs> you know yep. what i mean yep. um and like I said, it's not, I had a great childhood. Mm-hmm. I had a great growing yep. up and way, my right. parents did everything that they, that could. they could with what they had. Yeah. Right. And right. so when you say, I want to give my kids everything that I didn't have, it's like you were deprived of something, mm-hmm. but really were you right? You know, you yep. really weren't deprived. Right. You just, you right. know, cause 
I was not like I was like, oh yeah, well why didn't I go to Disney World? When yeah, I was exactly, you know what I mean. Right. Like why am I yep. going to question my parents' finances? Yep. Right. <laughs> no, I wasn't paying the bills. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think the first time I told my mom and dad thank you, I was uh, had to go to the dentist and pay for myself. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. And mind you, I really appreciated my parents. Mm-hmm. I've always appreciated them and what they've done for us. But uh, becoming an adult. Yeah. Um, and having to pay for my own dentist, my own hospital bills. I right. was like, yo, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I played basketball in high school and I came down on a girl's elbow oh, dang, and okay. uh, she chipped my tooth out. Oof. And so I had to get a new tooth. Dang. So <laughs> knowing what I paid just yeah, to get like a cleaning right. and yeah. you know, I was yep. like, wait a minute. What is what? I was like, <laughs> exactly. I appreciate it. I exactly. came back, I went back home and I told them, I was like, I can't say thank you I enough. That's right. I can't say thank right. you enough because I know you guys were coming out of pocket, you yeah, know, exactly. yeah. out of pocket that I didn't know because, yep. uh, like I was working and I worked because I wanted things. Yeah. You right. know, I wanted, I wanted the, you know, the cool shoes mm-hmm. and, I wanted to be able to go to McDonald's every day yeah, after right. school and, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> and the answer was not always yes. Sometimes it was yes. Sometimes it was no. Right. Um, so I wanted to be able to dictate that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, yes, I am going to go to McDonald's because it's my money. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Um, but that also brings us back to, you know, our whole, our whole project. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just. Uh, if I would have known when I was 13 years old, yeah. if I would have known how to invest or mm-hmm. where the money goes, and that goes hand in hand with like, even our parents, yeah. they weren't taught that. Exactly. So how can they, how exactly. can that, how can they, you know, give me that advice? Hey, right. you should probably put your money in this. Right. Now, my dad, he was always like, you need to put, you know, 20, a hundred dollars away every check. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Or twenty. Well, back yeah. then, I mean, a hundred dollars. Even now, a hundred dollars is not a bunch, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, twenty bucks was yeah. a good amount of money. Yeah, you know, right, right. When we were younger, excuse me. Um, but you know, you didn't put twenty dollars away. Yep. Save it, save it. Do you think I listen? Heck no. Right, right. <laughs> However, if I knew how to invest, or if he knew how to invest, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Give me twenty dollars," yeah, and right. he invested that in something, um, and it's twenty dollars, mm-hmm. like. I don't really need it because I'm about to get paid next week too. Exactly. Right. And it just kept investing and investing. There you go. Then, then, you know, I probably wouldn't have to work right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. Um, that'd be twenty plus years I've been yep. investing in Compound something. Interest. Exactly. Twenty dollars right. a check. Yep. So. And the thing is that a lot of people think that you have to really go in and, and really study and understand it. It's just the basic information can take yeah. you a long way. You exactly. Know? You start somewhere, you start small, like you said, the investing piece. Um, you understand how a savings account works or how mm-hmm. much you can get back annually from interest and stuff like that. Um, it goes a long way. Right. You know, and just a, just small stuff, you know, yeah. especially when you're younger, when you're younger. So. Yeah. My dad, he just started talking uh, a couple years ago. He just started getting into stocks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, this is not something that he was taught to taught about. Yeah. This is something he picked up along yeah, the way about right. doing stocks and doing yep. this. And so he started reading up on it and, yep. you know, how to move his money and stuff like that. Yep. So these are things that, you know, <laughs> you would think 
it would be basic knowledge uh one thing that we were talking about the other day i told him i said you know uh it was who was it it's a rapper he posted on his twitter mm-hmm. it was like day 550,000 200 blah 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 or uh, 500 million something like that yeah he was like without trigonometry uh, and it's true yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like you took you took if you took high school math obviously you took mm-hmm. the trigonometry you took calculus yeah. you yeah. took all that stuff right um but when will you use it right you know i told mm-hmm. i was telling my dad obviously basic math yes right you need to yep. know how to add subtract multiply right, divide right, right. basic math yes you need it i said but you know trigonometry calculus that should all be electives yeah if right. you know what you're gonna do and you know it's gonna include math, mm-hmm. yep, then that should be an elective. I agree. Um, however, having a finance class, yes, that should be part of your oh, I agree. credits. Yes, 100%. and I want to say, uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. I believe Michigan. Okay. Just passed oh, a. Okay. Uh, just pass the law where they think it's like a half credit. Oh, that's what's up. I mean, um, in order to graduate, you have to finish financial that's literacy a step class. In the right direction. Yeah. And I'm just like, why is this not common? Should be sense. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like all these, all this other stuff that they give us. Like when do we use it? Right. Exactly. When do I ever use the periodic table? Never. Not never. Unless I'm trying to make a creative uh, design on a t-shirt, you know. But I still ain't even done that. Exactly, but But like coding and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. those are things that are real life. Exactly, you know what I mean. Right, they need classes that are real life. Um, all the other stuff like if I if I'm gonna be an architect or if Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be an engineer, then yeah, I probably want to know some why this right angle is here. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I want to know how to measure something. You know, but like the basics, just in general, just the basics is what we need. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just to survive in the world, it, yep. just in general. That's right. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, you know, we start to see more states make that a requirement. Um, it'd be nice uh, right now. And even just being a known uh, nonprofit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, no kid is, no kid wants to do extra work right exactly. which is again why well, it might be the reason why it's so slow paced and mm-hmm. so slow going yep. but we're offering it yeah, we're exactly. offering right. and really we we speak to the students you know the yep. ones that stop by our booths yep. or whatever right but really if this opportunity presents itself you know uh, let's just say we didn't have the organization mm-hmm. and this opportunity presented itself to my son yeah and it was told to me like oh yeah yeah you should probably really look into that it would be up to the parents to be like hey right let's let's look into that exactly right you should know how to manage your money right especially when you're somebody that's living paycheck to paycheck yeah why do you want to live that way Right. you know what i mean why do you want your kids to live that way right so we need you know obviously a hundred percent from both parent and student agreed um when they're in school they have no choice you know what I mean? Right. They don't have a choice. You don't have a choice to go or not. You yeah. want that credit? You yeah, better go. You need to do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you better go. Yep. And I think from a, a parent, parent's point of view, I think ego gets in the way. Yeah. Because, you know, when, when you're like, okay, I'm offering this 
course and then you look at the course and it says oh learn about checking oh i already know about checking i got a checking account yeah. or hey I, I know how to you know save five dollars here and there you're not teaching me anything but that's that's not that's not the point it's exactly. the point of getting your child to understand that at a younger age than you were you know yeah. so you gotta get rid of that ego mm-hmm. get in there and then you will definitely learn things that you ain't never seen before and yeah. i guarantee it you know especially um, just money management yes like i said Anything that you do requires yep. money. Yes. And the the ride here required money. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? It's it's not that, you know, somebody's telling you what to do. It's somebody's mm-hmm. te- offering you more help. Yes. To right. teach students in a funner, you know, in a fun yeah. way, yep. you know, uh, with games and yep. stuff like that. Exactly. Um, But I think, you know, even the students who don't want to go to college and they're designers yeah right you need to know how much you're going to charge exactly how much of your time are yep. you going to put into this and right. how much you know are you going to have employees how exactly. will you pay them those are the type of things you, yep. you know that you would want to know exactly how you and, manage profits how to yeah. keep track of it it's it's exactly all in there mm-hmm. yep. everything takes money so money management financial literacy all that kind of stuff right all should be part of our youth's education yeah um right now we offer it you know the free resources are Mm -hmm. out there but we offer it and we're trying to be just on a bigger platform yep obviously right um but you know that there's there's actually places out there that are city funded Mm -hmm. that people don't know about right yeah which is crazy to me (laughs) like you are giving city you have city funds yeah, I've never heard of you. Yeah, that, that, exactly right, right. And yeah. I'm not going to try to call nobody out and, mm-hmm. like, name drop or anything, but they're out there. Right. Like, Denver has an actual, where they provide they money. Yep. And it's just mind-blowing that I, like, barely yeah. hearing and about it. The only it's reason why we know about it is because we're in this this type exactly. of field. It's the only reason why. Mm-hmm. Before we started, no clue. They had no you idea. Know? So that, and that they've been around for years. Yes. That's the thing. Exactly. Is they've been around for years. Right. And I'm just like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish I would have known. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yep, that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ma'am. Um, so, um, I appreciate all everything that you shared. And before we close it out, you have any final words or, yeah, words of wisdom that you wanted mm-hmm. to share to the audience? Oh, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are now. As long as you want to do better and you're willing to put in the work, you will be better. Nice. Facts. Yeah. That's what I got. No, that's what's up. That's big. Huge. Um, And I appreciate that. And so thank you, everybody, for listening to our our new episode. We appreciate it. If you like this episode, leave us a comment, like, and subscribe. Uh, Even email us. Let us know what topics you want to hear on these shows or just let us know how you like it overall. As always, you can see us on YouTube, on The Righteous Project, and your favorite streaming platform for our podcast as well. All right, so this is Billy Wayne with Legacy United and Candace Bird, the VP of Righteous Project, Inc., and we're signing out for the day. Until we see you guys again, have a good one. Bye. All right.